when I feel myself react to a, a song, I can't help but my, ask myself, what are they doing to make me feel that way? Mm. You know, I always feel like a musician and a producer is trying to uh, manipulate me. Oh. And I hate it when they can do it. And I don't <laughs> know what's happening. Welcome to Signal Flow, a podcast that explores the technology, techniques, and ideas behind music in the digital age, from input to output. My name is Erin Barra. I'm an associate professor here in the songwriting department at Berklee College of Music, and I'm interested in the place where art and technology collide. Hi there, I'm Loudon Stearns. I'm a professor in contemporary writing and production here at Berkeley, and I like to make things. I love it. So today... We're going to be doing another track deconstruction, and uh, I have again chosen chosen the track for us, and you have not heard it before. I haven't. I'm excited, though. <laughs> I'm excited, too. I This is a... So we're going to be listening to a song called Lavender Burning by an artist called Half Wave. Half Wave. Half Wave. Yeah. Lavender Burning? Yes. I'm a little worried. It Don't I be. I hate the smell of lavender. <laughs> You're that one person on the world in the world. It's like, ew, lavender. I am. When the, like, the lavender soap just happens to end up next to my sink. Oh. I get so angry. Really? Yeah. Are you more of a sandalwood sort of a person? Sandalwood's all right. Yeah. All right, all right. So, um, well, hopefully this, you know, the song doesn't make you smell lavender, but perhaps it's so descriptive in its metaphorical usage that you can't help it. So I actually got hip to Half Wave by one of the people that worked at Ableton was like, do you like James Blake? Then you're going to love Half Wave. She's like the female James Blake. All right. So just a little a little overview for anybody who don't know who, who this act is. Um, it's three people out of Brooklyn, and they've I think they've been around for about six years. The, the lead singer is the songwriter, and then there's two dudes, and it's really experimental, electronic, deep, lyrical content. It sounds like us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to listen to the song called Lavender Burning. And uh, I already like it. So let's see, what, let's see what you think about it, all right? All right. Can we pause? We can. What do you think about that opening synth? Or synths? Ooh, what are you hearing there? I love it. You do? I love it so much. You like broken things. <laughs> well, you know, I think now that I've heard the song a bunch of times and I like really connect to the lyrics, the synth makes so much sense to me. Oh. And like everybody's into detuning now. And again, I'm always like, why? Why are we doing these things? Are you doing it because somebody else did it? <laughs> um, and I think that a lot of times the answer is, yes to that mm -hmm. and in this case i don't feel like i don't feel that way so you're saying there's like a deep meaningful a connection in, between that sound and the the words yeah so that means i have to listen to the words in this song <laughs> i would recommend it all right that's I mean, hard for me what it, do you think about that sense i'm i'm intrigued it just it drew me right in because it's it's it sounds like it's broken to me like there, there's there, there's some kind of semi-rhythmic just like pain in there it's kind of it's kind of just just broken it's not quite right it, uh, that, that appeals to me right away i was, I was digging it. and there's also like a monosynth gliding in there as well right something there's, there's some other little um hair in the uh in the ointment there and the oh, lavender on the, on the lavender soap yeah <laughs> 
You know, I well, just off the bat, the fact that it's only a synth and a vocal, it's almost this like new context of a piano vocal, if you will, right. where it's like, this is a very singer-songwriter paradigm, but we're taking it outside of the context that you're usually hearing it in and providing so many different textures and ideas. The vocal production to me seems immediately very clean, though, like a total contrast to that like kind of broken thing. It felt odd to me mm. the, the two were kind of something, fighting each other something at odds with can we back else? up a little bit so we can hear the entry of the vocal is that uh, all right is that yeah. possible yeah here we go again because i want to hear those lyrics staring out into the shifting darkness trying to give a name to the place where my heart is Country of shadows, hard to tell where the start is. I miss New York, and that's the loneliest feeling to be on a road and not know where it's leading. Fixating on a hole that once held my whole being. What do you think now? I, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, I think there's so much to unpack here, even though there's really not a whole lot going on up until this point. Like the, the way that the, the arrangement of the synth, it's kind of diffuse and abstract if you're just kind of looking at it from far away. But if you zoom in on it, it's going like, duh, 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 duh. Like, it almost sounds like a string arrangement to, to me that was played with this weird detuned synth. But we just heard this another synthesizer enter right now. Yeah, I think to two more maybe. Okay, totally felt string-like to me. Yeah. Like, this just felt like an, like an orchestral entrance. I, I Completely to me. Well, you know... Like the juxtaposition of those ideas, it's really exciting to me. Like yeah. an orchestral arrangement with all synthetic, like detuned saws yeah. or whatever they're using. I mean, do you, do you even know what they're using? Does it sound like anything to you, Loudon? Sounds like a synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so specific. Well, well no, I, so I'm, I'm, it's tough for me right now because I want to listen to so many things at once. Mm -hmm. a, you know, so I'm like, my, my brain's jumping around. I want to hear the words. You forced me to listen to lyrics, I which, know, is, which is hard for me, honestly. Right? I really, I focus on sound all the time and I have trouble. Like it, it takes a lot of concentration for me to like hear and digest words. And then as soon as I do that, I lose everything else. It kind of falls, falls aside. Um, I, I was noticing what I, what I really love about the production is that opening synth feels like really kind of small. Um, and like it's a point far away. I, to me right now, that's the, that's the skyline of New York City. 
you know, from 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 New Jersey. So it's this like little little buzzy, distant, kind of broken, jagged uh, skyline, and she's really close to me. Um, and the reverb of her voice is like kind of blossoming out to the sides of the mix, giving me all this kind of width. Um, so I, I think that's I think that's the, there's great distance between the two things. And I kind of want to hear the next synthesizer. I love that you said that because this entire album is about finding home and never being quite there. So it's really cool that you've like used a metaphor that is exactly, you know, runs in parallel with the content itself. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that was her purpose. It feels, I, like, I think it feels meaningful. Everything good. Everything feels with choice. So before we continue on here, I just want to I just want to point out this amazing rhyme scheme that exists in this in this verse or maybe not the the scheme but this particular rhyme where she says watching my grandmother walk in the garden she's lost her hearing she does not notice the cardinal right so you know from again from a distance it doesn't really feel like it rhymes but carden and garden do and then we add this additional syllable so it's like this additive rhyme that feels really right but at the same time very wrong again yeah. or or like a little broken a little incomplete exactly. or too complete what is an additive rhyme i've never heard that term before well that's there's an example of it right there garden cardinal so you're adding something after the rhyme it's an added an added you're adding a syllable right after so there's the like subtractive if we went the opposite way and we said um, she's lost her hearing. She does not notice the cardinal watching my grandmother walk in the garden. We're subtracting the all from the end of the word there. There's all sorts of types of rhymes that you might not know about. <laughs> There's a lot I don't know about. Assonance rhymes, consonant rhymes, slant rhymes. I know, yeah. I'll keep rhymes. pointing them out to me because okay. this is new for me. I, I, don't, I don't know how this yeah. is great. But again, I mean, you're saying it sounds like it's broken. And that's yeah. the exact same thing we said about the synthesizer just in the right. beginning. You're like, wow, you like broken things. I, I like broken <laughs> rhymes as right. well. And what's a broken rhyme? Well, I... I both of those examples would be of some sort of like I'm using air quotes right now, broken. <laughs> um, okay, so so those are types of broken rhymes, the additive and the yeah, I mean the subtractive. they're just not symmetrical in that capacity, right? Symmetrical? That's like a rhyme I'd be taking. A, a hero and zero is a symmetrical rhyme. I mean, is that's that... a perfect rhyme. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Then what's symmetrical? There, that's not a that's not a technical term. I'm just using synonyms. I'm just. It's. I should just lie to you and make some shit up. To be honest. All right. All right. Let's let's keep listening to the song because it's gonna get a little bit bigger here now. All right. Burning light. 
Can we pause for a second? There's so much cool stuff in there. I know. I saw you react I'm physically. Like, yeah, I know. That groove is great. Um, and right away, so I, when, I, when I feel myself react to a, a song, I can't help but my, ask myself, what are they doing to make me feel that way? Mm. You know, I always feel like a musician and a producer is trying to uh, manipulate me. Oh. And I hate it when they can do it. And I don't <laughs> know what's happening. It's so uncomfortable. You know, someone's like tweaking you and you don't know what they're doing. Um, but with that drum group, it does, they, they never let any drum finish. Yeah, it's super gated. Right. But um, they're doing something that I, that, I, that I love about electronic music, which is you can turn the, the gating, right? And gating means like the cutting off of, of low, low volume things, right? To automatically remove things that are below a certain amplitude. But I don't think it's simple gating with like a, a plug-in. No, it's like a trigger gate. Right. Well, it, and it's rhythmic and it, 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 it provides a swing, right? So it's the removing of the sound at a particular moment is giving us a swing in the groove. It's making it making it have a, a, a different feel just by removing the ends of, um, of the percussion hits. That's something that pretty unique to electronic music. Like yes. it's, kind of a, it's kind of a gesture we can do now, which didn't do much. I can choke a cymbal when I play it, but I'm not going to do that on every single hi-hat hit. You maybe, know? maybe that should be a thing, though. I, I play the choke kit. <laughs> <laughs> just I, There's another person just, just putting just their hands. stopping things for well, that you know, that remind, we know we were just at loop. We saw Bink Beats like recreate oh. Um, oh. Uh, electronic music using physical things, and I can imagine him doing things like that on stage and stopping things just to get that certain sound, you know, and that kind of loop. Yeah. That kind of loop of of trying to recreate electronic sounds physically is is pretty pretty hip. It also is reinforced with that idea of brokenness, right? Like something's wrong with it, or it almost feels like it's stumbling mm-hmm. forward, and in like a really tangible way, not just kind of like, oh, it's a a weird stuttering rhythm. Like the samples are also sort of broken as well. So it's just really, it's a great intentional choice to to add that more towards the end as well. And she's talking about there being something missing in my life, right? There's something missing she's yearning for, she can't find, doesn't know where her heart is. She doesn't know where the releases of the drum sounds went. They vanished. Maybe that's where her heart is. That's where in it the went. tail of the snare drum. <laughs> in, and the, the, <laughs> in the tails. Oh my god. I love that. I love yeah, that. It's all connected beautifully. Now, one thing I you know, I, I maybe it's this like this like we're taking a microscope and trying to analyze other artists and I don't know if that's it's just fun. It's just like fun <laughs> practice, right? It is. And to find these connections. Um, we're just guessing at someone's intent. Probably was unconscious, right? But it happens and um, maybe conscious. Maybe. Maybe they're, maybe they're that, this analytical. But um, what do you think about all the introduction of all these different voices, right? They're all her, right? But there's all these different layers of her voice. Is that related to what she's talking about at all? Well, I think in the beginning, lyrically, she's just kind of saying, she's like telling you how much she hurts mm-hmm. and how she really longs for some sort of resolution or place to sort of stay put, if you will. And then... She kind of moves into this place where she's just kind of like admitting, like, I'm a lost woman. Mm. Like, help me. And then all of a sudden, all of the vocals come in. So, I mean, it's a really nice stereo image that happens in this last part of the song. So, you know, when you were saying, like, oh, it it feels so small in the beginning. Like, the emotion has grown. The stereo image has grown. And I think that that this is that moment where you're, like, running through the fields. And you just get down on your knees. And you throw your hands in the air. And you go, (laughs) oh. 
So, you know, I, yes, I love it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's so cinematic. It's, it is. And, and using so many different types of language. Like, I did not expect a beat to come in. Hmm. And it was, it was such a one. It works. It's sometimes hard to bring in a new language. Like, oh, I'm going to start adding groove to this. Or the sub. The, re- the amazing sub. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Can we finish it? Or do you have something else that you want to you tie? I, no, I, I mean, so it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to fade. We're going to listen to a fade now. Oh, you can see fades. how this, you yeah, know, there's not enough of them anymore, <laughs> right? Let's, here we go. Okay, that's it. So they. Oh, let... that really was just the end. I yeah. had made you stop right before it. <laughs> no, like, well, I think it's interesting that it it sort of ends like that, and then the tail that there's literally almost five seconds of what you know. If you didn't, if you weren't listening at a high loudness, it would sound like silence. Right. Right. So uh, you well, know. they. I, I shouldn't keep saying she. It happens all the time when there's like such a strong, powerful vocal. You just attribute it all to this one person, mm-hmm. but it's a group of three people, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, I think half wave also makes me think of a single person as opposed to not a half a person. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> vertically or horizontally bifurcated person. <laughs> so when Ben is the person that told me about this, and I thought he said half wife for at first, and I was like, that is such a great band name. <laughs> You know, because it's like a play on half life. Yeah. And then I'm also half your wife. Right. Um, and when I'm on tour, I got the other half. Exactly. Wife, right? right. So this was half wave. I'm like, what does that mean? What, is, what does it mean? I don't know. I'm half a wave. I'm really, really thin. This is super, super wafy. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but before, so just to go back to your point, it fades out when we have all this time. Mm. And throughout the song, there's a really effective use of space. Just all this time to reflect, which I really appreciate. A lot, of, a lot of times I listen to songs and there's so many words. There's no time to actually kind of consider what was said. It's on to the next thing. Um, they give us a lot of time just to be in a synthesizer or in a sound or in this delay, um, kind of glistening delay ending that's so beautiful here. And I imagine I haven't oh, on an album, that long tail also just gives you time to reflect before another song comes in, or even even when you're listening on streaming, right? What she's forcing you to do is just reflect, or they are. I'm sorry, <laughs> what they're doing. I can't forget the dudes. I know. There's two dudes there. <laughs> I mean, when is that? You know, that happens all the time. We're always forgetting the dudes. Um, but they're forcing you to give this time before the next song. I know when I'm when I'm mastering an album, that's one of the biggest considerations and one of the hardest things to do is determine, oh, there's going to be a two-second break between these two songs or a four-second break. And the toughest part of that is you have to listen to the whole song to get in that vibe, mm-hmm. then wait the two seconds, then listen to the next song to feel, nope, that was too short. Okay, let's go listen to that first whole song again to get into that feeling, that sense of it, and know how much is, time is right to reflect. Um, and it's a I lot get, of listening. It's a, That's a lot of listening. Just for that one little... <laughs> But the only way to get it right, you know, you have to know how to get in that sense and then say, okay, it takes this much time to reflect on the amount of dissonance, the amount of understanding and the emotion. So this five or six seconds of what's largely silence is, is very uh, rebellious, if mm. you will. Yeah. I mean, people don't, I mean, that's, that's time that people don't have to waste these days. <laughs> that's five seconds of my life where I could have been listening to Ariana Grande. <laughs> and when Ariana Grande comes in... <laughs> She's going to be that much better, right? That impact That's is going to have true. that much that much more impact. Or 
you know, we shouldn't say that the next song on, on, on what, 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 you know, I'd want to know what comes after now on the album. And you, you should know, absolutely check out the rest of the album. This is probably the most straight ahead song on the record, and it just gets way more experimental from there. And the woman, it's like she's the daughter of an Indian refugee, and the her father's like Irish, Swiss. And so you can really hear those melodic tendencies in her music, in her writing, and it's very, very cool. So everybody should go check out Half Wave. Um, you know, on tour, on Spotify, wherever you listen to music and uh, subscribe to this podcast while you're at it, if you haven't done that already. Thanks for introducing me to this track, Aaron. This yeah. is going to be great. I'm going to go check out the rest of what Half Wave does. All right. Join us next time and we will see you then. Mm-hmm.